Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Pork, and I am joined again by my new friend, my good friend here, Mr. Ramiz uh, Muhammad, who is going to help me break down this big 13-game slate for your Friday after Thanksgiving, your Black Friday slate. Uh, Black Friday, that's when all the businesses go into the, into the black, my friend. So uh, people are making money out there. We're going to be making money for them as well, right? For sure, for sure. Let's do it, man. I like it. Um, first, I want to go ahead and roll down just a list of uh, injury news we need to stay on top of. Of course, as always, if you guys aren't on the DFS pass, you're missing out. We do have that live injury report on our sportsethos.com website, which keeps everyone up to date on what's going on up to tip. And we're li- we're uh, always active in the Discord as well to tell people what, we're th- what our thoughts are for DFS when it comes to uh, helping out uh, and, and monitoring that news. And if you guys think I have a little bit of an echo here, I'm sorry, I should probably mention this. I'm actually broadcasting from my garage. It is Thanksgiving. I do have family over, so I apologize about that, <laughs> but uh, but we'll be okay. It's no problem. So anyways, Joel Embiid is out again. Uh, Going to miss a third straight game, I believe. LeBron James is questionable. we got to keep an eye on that. Uh, I have some interest there, so uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Paul George, Questionable with a hamstring injury. Hamstrings are always tricky. Keep people out for a week or two weeks at a time. So, uh, you know, I think I probably – actually, I think – no, I'm sorry. Before I hopped on, I did see Kawhi Leonard, Paul George uh, were both ruled out. I think someone else on the Clippers was ruled out as well, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, Kawhi Leonard's also been ruled out in that one. Uh, so I do have some interest in some Clippers, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Jimmy Butler has been ruled out. So we know that already. Tyler Hero is questionable. I'm leaning towards he's gonna probably going to play here, Ramiz. He played in the last one, was questionable. Uh, he might be a little sore here, but I think he's probably going to play. Max Struess is doubtful. Gabe Vincent is questionable also on that Miami Heat squad. Bradley Beal, this is a big one here, questionable. He was questionable last game, and then he was ruled out the last minute. Uh, I had to get some, some people in my lineup, which we'll talk about here in a minute here. Uh, I think that's going to be the case again here. I think Beal's more towards the doubtful side than the uh, probable side, but he is questionable right now. Monty Morris, also questionable, was questionable on that last one also, and missed that, I missed that game as well. Uh, C.G. McCollum, which is a uh, interesting one here. He's out with an illness. He was out in the last one. He's out in this one again. So we have some data points for the last one we can point to. Wendell Carter Jr., questionable. He's got that plantar fasciitis, which is uh, flaring up on him. It seems like more so than not these days. I would lean towards him being more doubtful. Uh, but he is questionable, so he might play. Uh, Chris Paul is out, of course. Jaden Ivey, questionable, which is an interesting one because Killian Hayes is also questionable with a calf injury. So uh, we already know Kate Cunningham's out of that one. We're going to look at some Detroit guys. Bones Highland is out. Alperin Shingoon, out. Michael Porter Jr., questionable. John Conchar, questionable. Cam Reddish, questionable. And Pat Beverly, of course, out with the suspension. Some of those lower, lower guys uh, maybe doesn't seem very – impactful at first but once you look at the uh you know what the minutes they're getting and the people behind them i think we can uh, look at some of these guys but ramiz any uh big injury news i left out of that uh that little rundown there uh no i think you got all of them but you, you mentioned Lillard as well right uh i didn't mention Lillard. i, I only mentioned people that are like new and Lillard's been out so i didn't really okay. mention him but uh but yeah he is out for this one i believe right or is he uh has he been upgrade, upgraded or anything like that i don't think so right no no he's still out yeah, he's still out so so we'll look at some portland guys for sure so anyways 
but as I mentioned, uh, Ramiz, I want to look at Detroit here, and I'm going to go ahead and assume, uh, and, and you know, this may not be the case. We need to stay on top of this injury news, but Jaden Ivey and Killian Hayes, let's go ahead and assume that they're out. Who do you like on this Detroit Pistons squad? Because I think there's a lot of guys that you could actually roster. I know it's a, they're playing the Phoenix Suns, which is a, a very tough matchup. But I think there's some guys you can look at here. And I've got one guy I've got my eye on specifically. So I'm curious if you have the same guy. I think we do have the same guy. And if hopefully it is Alec Burks, who plays a, who's been been playing point guard for them, I think. And obviously with Killian Hayes out and Jaden Ivey, no Cade and no Sadiq. So I, I definitely think he's going to be a guy at 5200 you want to add on a lot of your rosters. Because he's, he's definitely going to play a lot of minutes. I mean, who else are they going to play? Yeah, no, I do have Alec Burks on my list here. Now, the one thing about Alec Burks, though, that kind of has me a little hesitant, I have a different guy highlighted here just because I think it's a tough matchup. I think the Suns are probably going to blow the Detroit Pistons out of the water. So I do think Alec Burks starts. Um, but if Jaden Ivey's out and Killian Hayes is out, uh, I really just don't think Detroit's going to stay competitive in this one. And so that's what gives me a little bit of hesitancy with Alec Burks. I think he's a fine place still at 5,200. And I think he's going to have high ownership, so I, I don't mind going there. But the guy I have circled actually on my list here is Kevin Knox at 3,600. This guy's been balling recently. Uh, without Kate Cunningham lineup with the Detroit Pistons needing people that can score, he scored, I believe, uh, you know, 17 to 19 points in the last couple of games. And um, he's just looking like a guy that uh, that's going to be taking a prominent role in that offense without those guys in that lineup. So 3,600, I'm willing to spend that in this in this uh, game because, again, I think it's going to be a little bit of a lopsided affair. So I don't want to spend too much of my money here. But I do think you can look at Bojan Bogdanovich also at 6,900. But, again, uh, I'm just hesitant to spend too much of my money here because I do think it's a tough, tough matchup. If it ends up being a blowout in the fourth quarter, I don't think these guys get those fourth quarter minutes, and that's going to hurt us here. So that's why I'm looking at those guys. I've also, I mean, I've got I've got Marvin Bagley here at 4,500 and Jalen Durant at 4,200 as well. I think you can look at those guys for sure, especially if those other two guys are out. Um, and I'm going to throw out there Ramiz, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. But Corey Joseph at 3,300, uh, you know, I think he's a decent play uh, if Killian Hayes and Jaden Ivey are out. Because like you said, who are they going to play? Um, I think, you know, besides Alec Burks, I think Corey Joseph is the other guy. He's kind of a sneaky play here because he's a veteran that has put up good numbers before on the Kings. And uh, here at 3,300, I think I'm willing to roll the dice on him if those two guys are out. What do you think about that? He's actually on my list as well. For 3,300, he's had some pretty good games. Uh, I think he's coming back from injury. So he has he's kind of been inconsistent in terms of play time. But the past three games he has played, he's got you around 20, 16, and 15 fantasy points in each of those games. And I think that at 3,300, that's good value, especially if you're taking into account killing Hayes and uh, J.D. Ivy Knight playing. Like, it's the minutes are going to be probably distributed between him and Alec Burks, that point guard. Yeah. Uh, so I think Corey Joseph definitely has to be in your player pool. I'll definitely keep on top of that Killian Hayes and Jaden Ivey news if they are both playing or one of those guys is playing. I think you can safely just disregard Corey Joseph. But uh, if both those guys are out, I think he's a pretty good uh, very, very low-priced play on the, on the slate tonight. Uh, but moving on, another game that I have some interest in here, just because there's so many bodies out, Ramiz, is Washington and Miami. And you know me, I don't really like to play Wizards games. I'm, I'm usually <laughs> fading them. But with so many guys out, and I'm assuming here, like I said, I th- I'm assuming that Bradley Beal is not going to play in this one. I'm assuming that Monty Morris is, is truly questionable. I'm thinking he probably won't play either. Uh, you know, in that last game, we had that same situation where those guys were out. Let me ask you first before I give my place here. Who did you like on that Washington side, assuming that Beal and Monty Morris are out? 
Uh, I'm kind of went with Kuzma. I think Kuzma has been pretty good. At, I, mean, I obviously 8300 is kind of high, <laughs> but looking at his past few games, he's been scoring the ball. And when Beal out, with Monty Morris out, I mean, a lot of shots are going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of shots to take. And Kuzma never shies away from that opportunity, right? And uh, I did look at Porzingis, but Porzingis is kind of too, like, like, I was looking at his past games, right, especially the game that he played against the Heat, who were also down a lot of people. And, like, he had a great first half, and he settles down. Like, so I, I, I stuck with Kuzma for the eight. Yeah. Yeah, of those two guys, I would highly recommend, and I, I am totally with you there, Ramiz. I would go with Kuzma. Um, I'm not going to call Kuzma a smash play, but I think if you land on him, if you're able to fit him in your lineups, he's a good play. Uh, without Bradley Beal in the lineup, because like you said, um, he had kind of a rough game in the last one without Bradley Beal, but we've seen him before without Beal put up, you know, 50, 60 DK point games, and that is possible here against Miami Heat squad that's also down people. They have no Jimmy Butler. They're probably not going to be Vincent. They're not going to have Max Drews. So uh, another team that's just kind of uh, struggling through it, you know, a lot of a lot of injuries, and they're just going to have like some kind of wacky rotation. So I, I'm definitely okay to play some coups. Uh, the guys that I have circled, though, is the same guys as last time. You guys heard me on the last podcast say the same same name, so I'll just put them out there. Corey, Corey Kispert at 4,400. Had a very rough game that last one. Did not do what I thought he was going to do. He was 4,300 that last time I played him. But at 4,400, just a $100 uh, salary increase. I'm still on this guy. I think he's still got a very high upside. Before that last dud that he put up, he had a couple of 30-ish DK point games in a row. And so at 4,400, you know, I think there's definitely some value to be had there with with a lot of usage being filtered their way. And then the good play that I had for uh, for the Wizards last time, he went off in that last game. I think he's going to go off again. Will Barton at 3,300. He was 3,200 in that last game, but I uh, put up 32-ish uh, DK points and I have 3,200 salary. That's just absolute gold for us. And I think that's going to be gold for us again. Again, this is these are plays, assuming that Bradley Beal is out, assuming that Monty Morris is out. These are guys that I'm looking at. You can't lock him in right now because we really just don't know. Maybe Beal plays, maybe Monty Morris plays. If one of the other plays, um, I think you can still play Corey Kispert. I, I would say this: if, if Beal's out, I think you can still play Corey Kispert and, and Will Barton with like without any real conscience about it. But if uh, Monty Morris is in, uh, or I'm sorry, if Beal's in and Monty Morris is out, I think you have to think about it a little bit harder. Um, I think you still can play these guys. They're not nearly as attractive to me. So what do you think about those guys or some of the lower owned or lower priced guys on the Washington Wizards? See, that's the thing about the Wizards, right? Because, like, I mean, they have these really solid players, but you like one might perform, but the other might not. So, like, that's why like, I like Will Barton, I do like because he's only 3,300. Yeah. And that's pretty insane to think about it because, like, uh, he has, I mean, he's been pretty, not that good, but, like, he has the capability to be better than he is right now. I mean, and uh, but I like Corey Kisper as well. He's been playing pretty solid, but like just the inconsistencies what scares me about these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a good point. So you know, maybe Will Barton, you know, just just kind of uh, using our our logic here. Maybe Will Barton's probably the better answer here because you sink less of your salary into him. And so even if he puts up a kind of a dud and he puts, you know, 16, 17 DK points up, that doesn't sink you. Corey Kispert at 4,400, he can put up a little bit of dud and it probably won't sink you, but it's it's a little bit more of a risk. So that's a good point. Um, but moving on, I like uh, I really like the Sally Lakers in San Antonio Spurs game. And I don't know why. Maybe I'm crazy. Uh, I think it's because my favorite spin up on the slate remise is Anthony Davis at 10-9. Uh, I've been attacking the Spurs at the center position all season. I know that Anthony Davis isn't a true center, doesn't truly play the center position, 
But at the same time, we've seen him killing it recently. We've seen him really just destroying people in the low post. Um, I think he can do that again here against this week's Spurs, Spurs interior defense. Uh, 10-9, it is a pretty pain to pay for, for Anthony Davis. I'm assuming also that LeBron James is out. If LeBron James does play, this is not going to be my favorite spend-up, but I'm assuming LeBron James is out. So I do like Anthony Davis here. How do you feel about that? Man, Anthony Davis' numbers, the past few games have been insane. Yeah. 64, 70, 64, 85 fantasy points. That's absolutely absurd. I don't think San Antonio is going to really stop that yeah. streak, to be honest. Yeah, he's uh, he's been on a very, very hot streak, and this is a team that's weak in the center. Um, the Lakers are still hungry for wins, so it's all a recipe for playing Anthony Davis, in my opinion. Again, this is if LeBron James is out. If LeBron James is in, I think some of that usage is going to get funneled away from Anthony Davis, and I can't go to him necessarily. On the other side of the ball, though, I've also had interest in Devin Vassell at 7,400. Um, this is a guy that's also been on a bit of a streak, you know, putting up uh, 35, 40 DK points here. Uh, and so at 7,400, you know, I feel like it's a fair price. I don't feel like there's like, it's not too low price or anything like that. I don't feel like there's like a ton of value here. But I feel like he's my favorite play because I think there's a lot of people in that 6 to 8K range that I'm looking at. I'm like, eh, they're about where they're supposed to be. But Devin Bass is the one guy that sticks out to me that's like, okay, there's a little bit of meat in that bone to me. So how do you feel about Devin Vassell? I like Devin Vassell a lot. I, I, was, I was choosing between him and uh, Keldon Johnson because, you know, any one of these nights, these guys both usually – will go off for you yeah but i also wanted i also liked poto which mm-hmm. yako poto because mm-hmm. uh it's kind of based on how the lakers kind of play they're more of like a inside paint team so i just figured like yoko poto's gonna have a lot more chances to get those blocks get those rebounds and uh just me more involved in the defense than usually yeah, I was looking at him too, and that's interesting because i might need to add him back but uh i mean i am a yako poto fan in, in general but um i don't know i was like yeah, I was. I felt like he was fairly priced, but I feel like yeah, he might be a guy I need to look at a little bit, a little bit harder. So it's a good point. Um, but yeah, so I think uh, Vassal's a good guy. Uh, so guys, if you don't have the DFS pass, by the way, you should definitely go get it. It's going to get you access to guys like me, guys like Ramiz. Uh, we're in that Discord talking about this kind of stuff. You know, we're back and forth about this. Uh, obviously, there's different opinions. You get the DFS delivery every day straight to your inbox, which gets you just the plays and, and the general build, um, you know, three or four or five guys that we want to have in our lineups. Uh, it just gets you that solid start to go ahead and get that money. So it's $4.99 a month right now. It's really, really cheap. Go get the DFS pass at sportsethos.com. And you can also get the Ethos 360 pass, which gets you the wager pass and the fantasy pass as well on top of that. And it's also a bundle package that is a absolute steal right now. Uh, I'm winning all of my fantasy leagues. I know you guys have seen me. If you're following me on Twitter, at Keith, you should follow me because I'm winning like 60% of my leagues right now. Well, not winning, but I'm in a very good spot in those in those leagues. So uh, it's it's all makes that fantasy pass. So you go stay back on Twitter, man. I didn't see your tweets. And you're like, I'm first in this league. I'm second in this league. <laughs> I'm in a lot. Yeah, I'm in 28 <laughs> leagues, and uh, I'm in the money. And like, uh, I would say, I think I can't remember exactly the number. I think it's nine out of 28 of them, which is a, a pretty insane. You know, when you think about it, it's a pretty a pretty good number. So I would flex too. Yeah, it's a, it's a good flex. It's a good flex. Uh, okay, but then moving on. Uh, well, let me let me ask you this, Ramiz. Um, before I move on to the next guys, I'm interested in. Are there any guys or games that you're interested in that we haven't talked about yet? Uh, hold on. To I'm actually interested in the uh, game. This is the Atlanta Hawks game. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm interested in this type of game because uh, I think this game is going to be a blowout. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you can see some opportunity from an Onyeka Kongu and Aja Griffin, who are both valued at 3700 and 4000 for Aja Griffin. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, hopefully Nate McMillan starts playing Aja Griffin more minutes because, I mean, against my Raptors, he went hit a game winner. But, uh, <laughs> but I just think these two in the blowout are going to have a lot more opportunity. Aja Griffin's been pretty great. I mean, he's deserved a role off the bench. So I think especially the game against the Rockets, you should see more opportunity from him at 4,000. I think that's great value to just hit probably 20 to 25 uh, fantasy points. And I think that'll be an easy lock for a roster. And this is how you win GPPs, guys. It's it's game scripting. It's, you know, hey, I'm going to go ahead and project this as a blowout. And I'm going to play these guys. And, hey, you know what? These are big swings. So if you miss, you miss bad. Uh, and you can end up in the in the very bottom of your, you know, GPP uh, you know pool. But if you hit... It's the thing that can take you over the edge there. So, uh, yeah, I, lo- I always love, of course, in Kongu. Uh, 3,700 here. Anytime he's in a 4K, I'm pretty much all over a Kongu. Even if he doesn't have a you know a great game, <clears throat> he still pretty much hits value for you. So I don't have a problem playing him, even if you're not scripting this as a blowout. Um, even if he's only getting 15 minutes in the game, I still think 3,700 is a very fair price for a Kongu. So I do like that call. AJ Griffin's an interesting guy to me. Um, but, yeah, this is the Houston Rockets, of course, we're talking about. So uh, any guys that play the Houston Rockets get a bump because it's just going to be back and forth, no defense. Uh, so I like that a lot. I was looking at Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. But, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. It was like, I'm like, you know, hey, I don't think this is really going to be a game because the Hawks are playing pretty good basketball right now. And the Rockets just aren't a very good basketball team in general. So, um, so yeah, I think I'm going to stay away entirely. But if you're scripting it for a blowout, I like those those calls you had there. Um, I'm going to actually talk about – I want to talk about the, of course, <laughs> look at me, uh, Chicago Bulls and the OKC game. I think there's some Bulls that are getting a little bit disrespect in the pricing here. Uh, oh, you're talking about your backup big? Yeah, maybe. Well, no, no, I'm not. No. I'm not. I don't actually have him on my list, but I think he's. Uh, I think he's decent. I think he's a decent call. Uh, but no, I, I, I actually like my my starting big here. I think you know when you're talking about the Chicago Bulls, um, obviously we all think that the Chicago Bulls are a better basketball team than the OKC Thunder, uh, but the Thunder have actually kept things close and they've had a really good season. Um, I think they keep things close here, and the, and the Bulls, you know, just as a guy that watches them all the time, they're not a team that necessarily blows teams out, and they're not gonna. They, they kind of play the level of the competition. They're not gonna blow up this OKC Thunder team. I really don't think that's gonna happen. They're playing really good basketball right now. They just beat the Boston Celtics. They just beat the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bulls are primed for a lot down here. I hate to say that. <laughs> I'm not betting the OKC Thunder to win this game. I'm nearly not. But uh, but if I had to bet, like gun to my head, I had to bet on like you know one side of this game, I probably bet the spread for, for the OKC Thunder because I feel like they're going to take it to the Bulls and the Bulls are going to be like uh, kind of high and mighty and they're two big wins here. But uh, no, I do like Nikola Vucevic at 7,500. This is the lowest I've seen him probably in the last couple of weeks. And the OKC Thunder at the center position, not strong. Don't have anybody that can really stop that. Uh, Vucevic has been kind of a forgotten man the last couple of games. So I think this is a good bounce back spot for him. Uh, he had a really, really, really good second half against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in their last game. And I think he needs to put two halves together here for us to hit value at 7,500. But I think it's a good chance he does that against the OKC Thunder. I also like Zach Levine. And I really don't put Zach Levine in my player pool a whole lot because he's, he's really hit or miss. But 7,100 right now, that's a really low salary for Zach Levine. So I love Zach Levine at 7,100. Um, but probably Remy is my favorite play on my favorite team, obviously. <clears throat> has got to be Kobe White at 3,200. And this is assuming 
Goran Dragic is out. So you said the backup big guy, Andre Drummond, but I'm more so on the backup uh, point guard because I'm assuming, again, this is only if Goran Dragic is out, but he just played 25 minutes in the last one. What I've seen from the Bulls is they absolutely need Kobe White to be in that lineup to space the floor and take those shots for for them. Um, he is really a game changer for them. And I think he, uh, if Gordon Dragic is out, he's going to hit that 25-minute mark again. And this is an OKC Thunder team that just, again, it's not a very good team. They're not a very good defensive team. So I think he could still have a very a very big game. He's a very hit-or-miss guy, a very sink-or-swim guy. But he's been more swim than sink recently. I think it's going to continue here against OKC Thunder. So, uh, But tell me, man, do you have some interest in Andre Drummond? I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. I do have interest in Andre Drummond. I think you mentioned it, right, because the OKC doesn't have any bigs. I mean, when you have Michael Scott, he's injured as well. So their only big is Pokushevsky and uh, Darius Baisley. Now, obviously, this is where the interesting part comes in, right, because you're either looking at Drummond getting a solid, you know, maybe a double-double type game, 10 points, 10 rebounds, something, or even 10 points, 8 rebounds, solid game, and he's only valued at 4,000. Or you're looking at a game where I think you're, you lean towards a Kobe White because, let's say, small ball is the way for Chicago to go, and they're running that three-point guard lineup because you're going trying to match up against an OKC lineup, which probably has Trey Mann, Shea, and Lou Dort. So I do like that Kobe White pick, and he's definitely, he's definitely he had a really good game, I think, last one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Against Milwaukee, too. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Kobe White is sometimes he just outshoots himself sometimes. Like, sure, yeah. But I do like that pick, especially going Dragic out. I think that's where he's going to get a lot more minutes and shots. So that definitely matters to me if I'm taking Kobe White. Yeah, I think if Dragic is in, uh, I'm less bullish on Kobe White. But right now I've got him bolded. He's he's one of my my top picks here on, my, on this whole slate. Um, just because, like you said, I think he's his shooting and his offense is so important to the Bulls right now. Uh, and the Bulls, you know, there's no surprise to me. I mean. It's a little bit surprising to me that the Bulls beat the Celtics in the, in the Milwaukee Bucks. I won't say it's not surprising to me, but what is surprising, what is not surprising to me, is that Kobe White has been back for those games and he's played relatively well um, because they really needed that scoring punch from Kobe White and uh, and he's provided it. So hopefully he continues to do that here for us in, uh, in OKC. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, okay, next team I have interest in here is Utah Jazz and the, the Golden State Warriors. Of course, no Mike Conley. I've still got I, I still absolutely love Jordan Clarkson at 6700. You can't get me off Jordan Clarkson. He's just got so much insane <laughs> volume of shots. Um, is he going to hit those shots? I don't know. I have no crystal ball. He might go <laughs> two for 30. I you know I don't know. But he's going to get so many shots from me. He's like talk me out of this one, man. I'll talk you out of this one. I because I went with the, his backup position and call it Sexton. Because if he's not hitting those shots, Colin Six is going to come in and take those shots from him. Yeah. And, as, and, and at 4,600, I think he can definitely – he's kind of like a low-risk scenario for Jordan Clarkson. So if you're feeling risky and you want to get to Jordan Clarkson, I think you want to take that route. But if you want to get like a – I guess the, the great value or the Walmart version of Jordan Clarkson's value, I think uh, Colin Six is the way to go. Yeah, I would not absolutely not stack any of these guys, but those two guys are on my list here. I'm going to have, if I'm going to have several lineups, I'm going to have some Colin Sexton, I'm going to have some Jordan Clarkson. I'm not going to have them in the same lineup. Absolutely not. And I'm also going to throw out Malik Beasley at 4,900 as well uh, as another option there. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, we all know the Golden State Warriors are run, shoot threes. Uh, you know, those long, long rebounds there, get out, get out in transition. And the Utah Jazz are absolutely playing with insane pace right now. I think they're 22nd in the league in uh, giving up uh, points to their opponents. But that's a that's a 
uh, a byproduct of the, just the, the pace that they play at because they're the same way. Uh, they get out and they run and they look for that first shot that that's going to be a good shot. So, um, you know, I, I think all those guards over there in Utah are worthy without with Conley out. Um, but, yeah, I would absolutely not stack those guys. I'll go either Clarkson. I'll go either Beasley. I'll go either Sexton. Whichever guy fits in your lineup, just go with them. Do not stack those guys. So, yeah. um, and I right, commissioned uh, Golden State's defense, which hasn't been up to par. No, so I think a lot of people have been getting their career highs and scoring a lot against this team. Yeah, yeah. The Warriors have been struggling, and that's been the side they've been struggling with is the defensive side. It's been really bad if you watch our games. Um, last game I have here, which I've got a few guys in here, is uh, the Pelicans and the Memphis Grizzlies, and that's because of uh, mainly because of the C.J. McCollum injury. I've got some interest here in the backcourt here. I've got Jose Alvarado at 3,800, and I've got Devontae Graham at 3,500. Um, I've got Devontae Graham bolded right now at 3,500. He's, again, you know, I think either of these guys are good, though, because if C.J. McCollum's going to be out, they're both going to get plenty of minutes here, and that's really all they need to, to get you some kind of value there at that price point. And if you're looking at 4K and under guys, I think these are probably two of the most solid guys on the slate. Do you agree? Yeah, probably. I was looking at those two exactly as well because uh, I, I, I kind of lean more towards uh, Jose Alvarado. He's having some pretty decent games, and he has been scoring a lot. I think that's what's like kind of like a good thing to look at was like when a player has like for example Jose Alvarado against San Antonio only had five points but still ended you get, getting you twenty six fantasy points and Devontae Grant the way he kind of gets you those fantasy points is by scoring I mean and even in his past stat lines he hasn't really gotten any any assists but at his value I mean it's such a low risk high reward situation yeah that you can go with any of them. Yeah, both of those guys, I think, are, are absolutely on the table here. Uh, all right, any other guys or, or games that you're high on, uh, Ramiz, that we have not talked about yet? I'm going to go to the Clippers game. Because uh, I, when I was looking at it, Kawhi and PG were questionable. Yeah. So I had this one guy who I just think at this value has is, is got to be a steal with it. Uh, it's Norman Powell at 4,700, I believe. Yes, yes. And he's had some pretty decent games, uh, if I can look at his stat line real quick. 17 points, 30 points, 26 points, and he went down a bit. So, like, I mean, at 4,700, I think with the amount of shots he's going to get, I think it's going to be just an easy lock for roster spots. Yeah, I was looking, too, a little early, and uh, and here we go. Let, let me just run this down here real quick. Luke Kennard, and this is just as of uh, about, uh, I would say about an hour ago, Luke Kennard has been ruled out. Kawhi Leonard has been ruled out, and Paul George has been ruled out. Ruled out. So, yeah, I think um, Norm Pollock at 4700 is a smash play. I've got him bolded on my list. I think he's a guy that I'm going to have locked into a lot of my lineups. Um, fantastic call there. I think you can go with some Terrence Mann, you know, knowing that all these guys are out. Um, but I'm not going to mess with it too much. I'm not, like, super into this. You know, it's Denver. It's kind of a slower pace. I'm not super into this game uh, environment here, so I'm not, like, going to stack guys, like, hugely on the uh, Clippers side. But, yeah, Norm Paul's of those guys, Norm Paul is definitely the guy that I would look at the most. Um, sorry, I'm trying to, like, just look at the Clippers guys here. There we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, so these guys – I mean, yeah, you look at Marcus Moore Sr., I think, at 5,900. I handed him on the list originally, and I was like, eh, I think Kawhi's going to play, so I took him off. But now that I know Kawhi's going to be out, I think I can add him back in. So, you know, there's some there's some Clippers here I've got some interest in. But, yeah, I think Norman Powell is probably the lock for me here. So I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you there. Um, I do have some other interest in 
some other games around this slate. Also, if I can get back to my list here, uh, I've got some interest also in Shake Milton 6,000. Uh, Philadelphia is playing Orlando. Um, Orlando's getting Paulo Boncaro back. I feel like whenever you add a star back into the mix, there's a little bit of a adjustment period. So I'm expecting a bit of an off period, off game from Orlando. Philadelphia is down, of course, a whole bunch of bodies. And they're just like absolutely decimated. But I still think they have a really good chance of winning this game. I think it's going to be a competitive game. And so in that game, I think, you know, uh, Shig Milton's been putting up a lot of like big lines. And I think that's, that's there's no mistake there. Uh, he is the offensive engine as long as uh, – I mean, it's a really, really odd situation because they have no hard, they have no Embiid, they have no Maxi. But, you know, given that situation, let's ride it, man. Let's ride the high hand. Shake Milton, uh, I think he's still going to have a, a really good game here against Orlando. Uh, buy or sell on Shake Milton, 6,000. Ah, that's an interesting pick. I kind of went with his backcourt partner, which mm-hmm. I assume is going to be De- DeAnthony Melton. Mainly yeah. because, like – I couldn't just gain like I I don't like like because anything I would talk about the six I feel like I was kind of making a prediction right now obviously everything is a prediction but yeah. there's one thing that we all know for the Sixers game is De'Anthony Melton is gonna be bringing the ball up from the backcourt to the, the other side of the court almost 99% of the time so I think uh, he has a great chance to just get some easy assists get some easy buckets and like against the Magic I mean this is a a winnable game because they're gonna be like you said going through that adjustment period uh, but adjustment period period to incorporating Paulo back. So I think the Anthony Melton 8200 was kind of a good price for me. Yeah, it's, oh man, it's such a high price. But no, I can't blame you there. I mean, I, I do think that's a safe guy to, to pick for sure. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know, I just had to like uh, shake a little bit more at 6000 But, uh, you know, I think he's a guy who's definitely rosterable. So I don't I don't blame you at all. Uh, I do have some also missed some interest in Royce O'Neal 5700 that Brooklyn's playing Indiana. Uh, this is going to be another game that's going to be with, with very little defense either side of the ball. Brooklyn and Indiana don't play very good defense. Um, so, you know, I think, ah, man, unless I have to Halliburton, he, like, really burned me. So, like, I want like, to suggest Halliburton, <laughs> but I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. He's 9400 again. Same price point. Yeah, same price point as last time. He really burned me last time, so I'm kind of I'm kind of sad. Uh, but, no, Royce O'Neal, though, I think at 5700 he's been putting up some really, really big lines. Uh, even with Kyrie Irving back, which has kind of surprised me. But I think he's got to be my player pool a little bit. So uh, one last guy I'm going to add here. This is in the uh, Portland and New York Knicks game. And this is uh, Cam Reddish is questionable. So I'm assuming Cam Reddish is out if he is out. I like some Quentin Grimes at 3,500 too in this game environment against the Portland Trailblazers. So another guy that's under 4K. Uh, it's not a huge risky play. Uh, if he puts up a dot, oh well. But uh, I think he's got some some really good leeway here and uh, some really high ceiling at that 3500 price tag. Any other guys you like on the slate, Ramiz? Uh I think uh, I think you said Quentin Grimes at 3500 is really good. I also put Emmanuel quickly because, like yeah. you mentioned, uh, what uh, Cam Reddish is out and uh, Derek Rose is also questionable. Yeah. So I think quickly is a guy who's going to slot in and get more minutes as well. Good call. Good call. Um, if you guys have ever played Thrive Fantasy, go to thrivefantasy.com right now and sign up. Uh, it is awesome. Use the promo code ETHOS, get a $250 deposit bonus, but you can play these uh, tournaments that give you 10 to 20 player props. You pick uh, 5 to 10 of them, and the highest score wins a whole bunch of money, and it's a lot of fun. I don't have a whole lot of uh, picks, actually, from that Thrive Fantasy contest. I would probably skip it if I were you. I'm not, I'm not huge on any of them. I, I do have one, though, from Thrive. 
Um, it's oh, it's Anthony Davis over 40.5 points, rebounds, and assists, so that's 105 points. So it's a plus odds play for you. And that's again, as long as LeBron James is out, I think there's absolutely no doubt here. They're playing the Spurs, you know, no defense on the interior at all. Uh, we've already mentioned this, so I think it's it's a it's a good chance he hits that if LeBron James is out. Uh, do you have a chance to look at these drive plays here, uh, Ramiz, or no? No, not in detail. I only saw like uh, like the Anthony Davis one that you mentioned, and I just yeah. just stuck with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, it's it's all good. But what I do have for you guys as a consolation, since I know I have a lot of thrive plays, is I do actually have a couple of player props that are already available widely across sports books uh, that I do like that we can go ahead and lock in. I like Terry Halliburton. Over 18.5 points. I know I just said he just burned me. I know. He had a really, really <laughs> terrible start to that last game. You know what? Jaden McDaniels played an excellent defensive game against Tyler Halliburton, Tyrese Halliburton. And uh, I can't sell that short. He had a really, really good game. He That's what he does. He's a big wing. He gave Tyrese Halliburton a whole lot of problems. But you know what? Tyrese Halliburton is playing the Brooklyn Nets now, and I don't see anyone in the Nets. Maybe Royce O'Neal, but no one on the Nets can really give him that make, that kind of promise here. 18.5 is probably the least I've seen, the, the lowest number I've seen for his points total in the last, like, two weeks, I would want to say. So I'm going to go ahead and take that. That's a points bet, by the way. It's a minus 115. So go ahead and lock that in because I think he's going to go ahead and have a bounce back game here against those Brooklyn Nets. I also like Jared Vanderbilt over 7.5 rebounds. Which I, I can't believe it's this low. He's hit the over here. I believe it's like five last six games. He's hit the over. He had only had three rebounds in the last game for whatever reason. But uh, that's kind of what he does. He gets rebounds. He gets some steals and some blocks. And occasionally he puts up some points. Uh, so that's that's what he does with this Utah Jazz team. It's the Golden State Warriors. Um, you know, the Warriors have Kevin Looney, Kevon Looney uh, playing. I mean, I just don't – they're not like in – like they're not – imposing on the interior. So I think seven and a half rebounds for Jared Vanderbilt is a, uh, a lock for me. It's, it's minus 122 on FanDuel. It's also available on my bookie. Uh, so go ahead and lock those guys in. Lock, lock those in. Those two player pops for you, and I'm giving those to you for free. Uh, I have been on the heater this month. I had a two and three night last night, unfortunately. But uh, overall for the, for the month, I've been absolutely killing it. So uh, follow me. Do it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> until next time, Ramiz. Uh, I am Keith Cork. You can follow me on Twitter at, at BSBP Keith. And Ramiz, where can people find you, man? Uh, they can find me on Twitter as well at two nice will be T O zero underscore nice underscore. Go do it. Go follow us, guys. And if you are listening anywhere, uh, especially on you know iTunes, uh, Apple, you know whatever. Go give us a review. Subscribe. Um, if you, in your review you can tell us we're absolutely terrible, that's fine. Tell me that I sound awful in my garage because I probably do. But that's okay. Just leave me a five-star review and tell me that. And you know what? I'll never broadcast from my garage again because you told me and I got that feedback. So uh, go do that, guys. And until next time, go get that money. <laughs>